Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Take our Bibles and turn to Acts chapter 21. We're still following the Apostle Paul on his missionary journeys. We've started our study in Acts almost a year ago now. Uh, we're beginning to double up on Sunday morning, Wednesday night, just to try to uh, close it out within that year time span. And then we're going to go to uh, the IMs of the book of John, and then, of course, the Nativity uh, when we get into the Incarnation, uh, when we get into December. But, but for now, uh, he's traveling through Tyre and Ptolemus and Caesarea, uh, journeying to Jerusalem. Look at verse number one. Uh, and it came to pass that after we were uh, gotten from them and had launched, we came with a straight course unto Tacus, and the day following unto Rhodes, and from thence unto to, um, Patera, uh, and finding a ship sailing over Phoenicia, we went aboard uh, and set forth. Uh, now when we had discovered Cyprus, we left it on the left hand, uh, and sailed into Syria, uh, and landed at Tyre. Tyre, they stayed there seven days. Tyre, for uh, there was a ship that was uh, laden, un unlaid her burden. Uh, and finding disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul, through the Spirit, that he should not go up to Jerusalem. Uh, the stops, the stays, Tyre. The stops, the stays, verse 7, Ptolemus. Uh, the stops, the stays, verse number 8, Caesarea. Uh, all journeying towards Jerusalem. Uh, the question should Paul have gone to Jerusalem uh, on his way to Rome? I, I don't think we're going to answer that tonight, uh, but I do think looking at that, or this morning, but looking at that this morning, uh, we're going to glean some takeaways, some very practical, uh, applicable uh, principles that we can apply uh, to our life. And so put down number one, if you will. Notice first the prohibiting entire. He's headed to Jerusalem, uh, and he's prohibited. He's, he's warned. He's, he, he's told. But, but, but notice first, verse 4, uh, and finding, he's entire, uh, and finding disciples, we tarried there seven uh, days. First, he found fellowship with the saints. He found fellowship uh, with the saints and finding the disciples. This wasn't a passive, we ran into them. Uh, this wasn't a passive, we were at a restaurant and then we realized we saw their bumper sticker, okay? Uh, and so uh, this was a, a, a proactive looking for, for fellowship with other Christians, for, for a called out assembly of, uh, of believers, for, for being a part of uh, uh, the church. And, and for Paul, church attendance was a priority for Paul. And we already saw it last week when we talked about uh, on the first day of the week, on the first day of the week. But, but, but we also know his passion, his, his priority. He didn't know them. They didn't know him. Uh, he was just passing through after 400 miles uh, of travel. Uh, he could have unplugged and, and relaxed. And yes, he could have, but because of his passion uh, to be a part of a church, to be a, uh, his, his priority on, uh, on being in the fellowship, boy, he sought them out. But in doing so, put down number two, uh, he found a forbidding of the Spirit. Uh, a forbidding of the Spirit. Yes, uh, he started out found a fellowship of the saints. That's what he was looking for. Uh, but in that fellowship of the saints, uh, he also discovered a forbidding uh, of the Spirit. Look at verse number four. And finding disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul, through the Spirit, that he should not. 
Uh, They said to Paul, the disciples said to Paul, through the Spirit, that he should not go up to Jerusalem. Now, we know his passion. Uh, Brethren, my my, uh, prayer and heart's desire for for, for uh, uh, my, uh, uh, he, he, I, I wish myself accursed from Christ, but he wanted, uh, he wanted uh, to, to minister to Israel, to minister to uh, his brethren according to the flesh, uh, but he's being warned, don't go to Jerusalem, don't go to Jerusalem, and, uh, and Paul walks right past it. Look at verse 5. And when we had accomplished those days, we departed and went our way towards Jerusalem, and they all brought us on our way. I like the response here with wives and children, their whole family, uh, till we were out of the city and we kneeled down on the shore and prayed. Uh, I like how they didn't say, hey, we warned you, we disagree with you, go ahead and you do what you do, we're staying here. Boy, they were supporting with prayers. They were supporting uh, with their family uh, there, uh, kneeling down, uh, praying. Uh, He was begged not to go, but he was blessed uh, as he went. Look at verse 6. And when he had taken our leave, when we had taken uh, our leave one of another, uh, we took ship and they returned home again. And uh, when we had finished uh, our course from Tyre, we came to to Ptolemus one day, saluted the brethren one day, uh, and abode with them uh, one day. But even during that one day, he still has a priority on fellowship. Uh, He still has a passion uh, to be in church, to be with uh, God's people, uh, even if it's only for one day. Uh, I, I think one of the saddest testimonies of our day uh, is the low priority that God's people put on church, on uh, fellowship, on uh, being in the assembly, uh, being a part of worship. Um, we vacation and we don't go to church. We We have family gatherings and we don't go to church. We uh, work late the night before we don't go to church. We don't feel like going to church and so we don't go to church. Hey, the the passion and priority that Paul put on it, God put on it, God put on it, but such a passion that he purchased, Jesus purchased the church with his blood. Uh, Look at verse number eight. And then the next day, and so uh, we have, he found the, the fellowship of the saints, and uh, in that he, he, he received a forbidding of the Spirit. And the next day, we that were of Paul's company departed and came unto Caesarea, uh, and we entered into the house of, say it with me, Philip the Evangelist. Back reference in your minds, Philip, Acts chapter 6, was one of the first, what we would call deacons. Uh, they they, they uh, appointed them for uh, caring for the Grecian widows. And so uh, now uh, he's not called Philip the deacon, he's called Philip the evangelist, uh, which was one of the seven, that's Acts 6, that's that back reference, and, uh, and abode with them. He's still, Paul, uh, is still seeking out fellowship with God's people uh, as iron sharpeneth iron, that, that encouragement, that, that praying with one another, uh, being a part of church. Well, number one, uh, we saw the prohibiting entire. He's traveling. Uh, but then number two, uh, just in case he missed uh, the prohibiting entire, uh, look at number two, the protesting in Caesarea. Uh, the protesting uh, in Caesarea. Verse four, entire, uh, the disciples, the Christians told Paul, through the Spirit, don't go, don't go. Uh, but then look at verse number 10, in Caesarea, Uh, As we tarried there many days, there uh, came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus, 
Uh, And when he was coming to us, uh, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands and feet, a great object illustration. Here's what they're going to do to you, Paul. Uh, he, He bound this prophet, bound his own hands and his feet and said, thus saith the Holy Ghost. Uh, Just in case, Paul, you didn't get it entire, just in case, Paul, you didn't see it entire, when uh, the disciples through the Spirit said, don't go. Uh, And now Agabus says, if you go, they're going to bind your hands, Uh, they're going to bind your feet, Uh, you're going to be in prison. Uh, And he said, thus saith the Holy Ghost, so shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle, uh, and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Now two times, uh, two times, Warning, danger ahead. Warning, danger ahead. Uh, We've been in 21 on Wednesday also, and we saw some of that danger ahead. The rioting, uh, the abuse, the slander, the uh, imprisonment, the the assault, and uh, they, they, they were beating him. And so it's talking about that, that warning danger ahead uh, is all about that. But uh, verse number 4, it was through the Spirit the disciples said, don't go. Uh, And then uh, verse number 10, Agabus, that prophet, uh, said, the Holy Spirit says, uh, don't go. Uh, The prohibiting uh, entire, the protesting uh, in Caesarea. Put down number 3, the people in question. Uh, The people in question, the ones that, letter A under that, uh, they advised Paul. The ones that were advising Paul uh, are names like the disciples, are are names like uh, Luke, are are names like uh, Philip, are are names like uh, Agabus, questioning Paul's decision to go, uh, warning Paul of danger if he uh, went. Uh, They advised him first. Look at 12. And when we heard these things, uh, we remember who wrote Acts, right? The book of Acts. It was Luke. It was Luke, that physician brought on uh, during that time of that uh, eye problem that he had to to minister to him, to take care of his health. And so, uh, and when we, that would be Luke, uh, heard these things, both we and they. Who are they? Uh, He's staying with Philip the evangelist, Philip the deacon. Uh, Who are they? Uh, Also referencing Agabus the prophet. And uh, when we heard these things, both we and they of that place, besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. Hey, Paul, don't you see the warning sign? Danger ahead. Don't go to Jerusalem. It's interesting, and I'm not going to weigh in on which side I'm on as much as deriving principles from. Uh, A whole lot of commentaries say that that yes, he should go. Yes, he should go. He needed to go. Uh, Now, ultimately, he's heading to Rome uh, to witness before kings and the Gentiles and uh, and to go to to Rome, Acts 19, Acts 23. We know that's God's will. Uh, But does he have to go through Jerusalem to get there? Uh, Where uh, half of the commentaries say, yes, he needed to go through Jerusalem. Uh, but, But many say, no, he should not have gone because uh, uh, verse 4, uh, the disciples through the Spirit said. And then uh, verse number 10, Agabus, the prophet, uh, the Holy Spirit says. And, uh, and then verse 12, uh, and when we, that's Luke, we, that Philip, the deacon, Philip, uh, the evangelist, uh, and they besought him uh, not to go. Uh, and so some say it's a warning sign, don't go. Uh, others say it's simply mile markers basically saying, 
10 miles until persecution, 5 miles until persecution. Uh, They're warning signs, mile markers uh, as uh, he uh, went. Uh, but, but, But he's already gone through so much. Have you been with me in Acts? Uh, they uh, stoned him. Uh, they drug him out of the city. They uh, thought he was dead. He uh, was kicked out of Antioch, expelled out of a town. Uh, and then in uh, 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 Iconium, he uh, was threatened to be stoned. He uh, escaped. He was expelled. He barely slipped out. And uh, then in Lystra, he was stoned. He's already been through so uh, much. And now that first warning sign, verse 4, don't go. Uh, that second warning sign, verse 11, you're going to be imprisoned if you go. Uh, and then that third warning sign, verse 12, everyone was begging him not to go. 13, then Paul answered, what mean ye to weep and to break my heart? For I'm ready not to be bound only, but also to die. Don't, don't miss that. For I'm ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse 14, he wouldn't be persuaded. Uh, Verse 15 says he went up to Jerusalem, and for the rest of Acts, he's traveling as a prisoner, many times in shackles, uh, many times deprived of. Now, sometimes house arrest, I get that, uh, but, but, but many times in the bottom of a boat as a prisoner going through storms, uh, but God's getting him to that final destination, uh, but he's getting him there uh, as a prisoner. Now to the question of whether uh, Paul should have gone to Jerusalem on his way to Rome, uh, we don't really know. But what we do know uh, is that Paul will stand before Gentiles to witness and to preach, and uh, he will stand before kings to witness and to preach. Uh, That's in Acts chapter 9 when he got saved. Uh, He's a chosen vessel unto me, God said, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings uh, and the children of Israel, for uh, I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And so should he have gone by way of Jerusalem? Uh, uh, or not, uh, we do know that ultimately he would make it to Rome uh, either way. In my uh, opinion, this is a lot like Ephesians where it says, uh, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, and then combine that with Ecclesiastes. Uh, A prudent man knoweth both the time and the judgment, the what, but then also the when. Uh, I think you could also add how. And so, uh, was he going to go there to Rome? Yes, absolutely, that's the what. Uh, but, but the when and the how, there's at least a question uh, about that. But, but understand, God's ultimate will for our lives will not be thwarted. Uh, it's during those imprisonments that Paul wrote some of the best, sweetest uh, epistles uh, out of the 13, 14 that he wrote. Uh, He preached before princes and governors and kings. Uh, He did suffer great things. Yes, uh, he did suffer fulfilling uh, what God called him to do. Uh, And in verse 19, Paul said, I must go to Rome. Uh, Acts uh, chapter 23, chapter 19, chapter 23. uh, An angel said, you must bear witness uh, of uh, of the Lord uh, at Rome. And so uh, God's will would be done. God's will will be done. It's a lot like we have free will inside of that to go to Jerusalem or not. Uh, we have free will inside of that, but, 
but God's will will be done. It's almost like playing chess with a grandmaster. Um, the, the conclusion of the game, the, the result of the game, it's already been decided. As soon as you sit down across from a grandmaster, uh, you can move your pawn up if you want or move your uh, horsey uh, up and then over if you want or uh, you can do any kind of strategy you want. Uh, but, but end of the game, the grandmaster is going to win that match. Is anybody with me on that? There's a whole lot of freedom inside of that, a whole lot of freedom inside of that, but, but, but that, that ultimate conclusion has already been decided. It's a lot like um, taking a cruise ship uh, to Hawaii. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, taking a cruise ship to Hawaii. Uh, we have a whole lot of choices inside of that cruise ship. Uh, uh, I can play shuffleboard on the upper deck, or uh, I can go back for seconds at that all-you-can-eat uh, dining hall. Uh, I can uh, do this. I can do that. But I, 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 I don't really have a choice. The ultimate destination is going to be Hawaii. Hawaii. And Paul was a lot like that. Uh, God said, God's will said, uh, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go to Rome. You're going to uh, witness before kings, and, uh, and, and you're going to uh, uh, be a witness to the, to the Gentiles. Uh, but, but, but did he have to go by way of Jerusalem uh, or not? Um, uh, I, I think the decision caused him not to be playing shuffleboard on his way to Rome. Uh, I, I think his decision made him stay in his cabin, uh, imprisoned all the way uh, to Rome, but look at the response of the entourage, 14. And when he would not be persuaded, we ceased saying, say it with me, the will of the Lord be done. Say it with me, the will of the Lord be done. And he could mess it up to the point that God has to send someone else. I get that. Uh, we can show so short-circuit God's will for our life. Uh, that someone else has to go to fulfill that uh, ultimate uh, uh, purpose, uh, but that entourage rested in, was comfortable with, the will of the Lord uh, be done. Uh, I, I think a couple of uh, takeaways, even this early in the message, uh, verse number four, when the disciples through the Spirit said, don't go, and then uh, verse number 10, Agabus, the prophet, uh, said, thus saith the Lord, thus saith the Holy Ghost, uh, don't go. And, and then verse 12, when uh, we and they, Stephen would have been included there, uh, that disciple, uh, uh, that, that uh, deacon, that evangelist, and Luke, and Luke, we and, and they uh, besought him not to go. Uh, verse number 13, Paul went anyway. I, I think the, the first takeaway for me is good men disagree. Good men disagree. That doesn't mean that one's right, one's wrong. Well, that doesn't mean I have to side with this one. Good men disagree, and we should not let that rock us to the core because good men, hey, just go back to when Paul and Barnabas, the conflict was so sharp that they ended up departing. Different here, but there. Hey, good men disagree. And then to the question of did Paul make a mistake in in going to Jerusalem. It's hard to argue against uh, the disciples who through the Spirit said, don't go. Uh, and then it's hard to argue with Agabus who, who said, the Holy Ghost said, uh, don't go. And then when Luke said, we and they uh, are begging you not to go, it's kind of hard to argue the other side, and I'm not going to uh, land on either side. But, but if it was a mistake for him to go, uh, we do know this, that, that God uses even our mistakes to fulfill His purpose 
in our life. Aren't you glad God uses even our mistakes to fulfill God's purpose uh, in our life? Let me, let me see. What does Romans 8.28 say? Let me see if I can. Okay. Uh, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to those that are the called uh, according uh, to his purpose. And so, Uh, He may have traveled first class if he made a different decision. Uh, Now uh, that he made this decision, he's traveling as a prisoner, uh, but uh, God's will will be done. God's will will be done. Don't ever feel like you've so messed up, that you so made so many mistakes that God doesn't have a plan for you. Hey, God still has a plan for you. God still has a purpose for us. Uh, oh, yes, that, that, that uh, pottery that was marred in the hand of the potter, he'll make it again uh, another uh, a vessel uh, that's usable for his glory. Don't ever get to the point where it's a lot like if you use GPS, it gives you the quickest route, the best route, uh, and then when I'm daydreaming, sometime I miss that route. Anybody like me on that? And... Um, uh, in two miles, turn right, and then in one mile, turn right, and then in a half a mile, turn right, and then it says, uh, uh, you should have turned right a half a mile ago. You should have turned right a mile ago. You should have turned right two miles ago. Boy, it doesn't spend the time berating me, though maybe it should. Uh, uh, all it does is recalculating, recalculating what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for our lives. Well, aren't you glad that God doesn't berate us and berate us and and, and give up on us, and you're lost now. I can't help you now. It's a lot like that GPS signal. Hey, God uses even our uh, mistakes, and so um, uh, did they disagree with Paul? You better believe it. They disagreed with him. Um, the disciples and Agabus, Luke, and uh, and Stephen, they said, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. They, they advised him, uh, and Paul said, no, I'm going to do it anyway. So what do they do? I kind of wonder if Luke is going to pull a John Mark of old and say, well, well then I'm, I'm just going to quit. I warned you, you shouldn't have. I'm walking away. I, I kind of wonder if he pulls a Barnabas and says, well, you're on your own now. I'm going to start my own thing over here now. Uh, if, if, that's what, if that's what he does, I, I, I wonder if, if that's going to be their response. And so, uh, number one, we saw they, they advised Paul. He disagreed. He didn't follow their advice. Uh, number two, they assisted Paul. This kind of blows me away. It's intriguing to me, uh, this passage. Uh, look at verse number 15. And so, uh, they made their point, but then when Paul ignored their point, uh, Luke followed uh, anyway, helped out uh, anyway. Much like Tyre, when the families and friends, boy, they went out with him. They knelt down and prayed for him uh, uh, in 15. And after those days, we, uh, that's Luke writing this, we took up our carriages and and we went up to Jerusalem. There went with us, us, we, that's Luke. Also, certain of the disciples of Caesarea, I kind of wonder if that was Agabus, I kind of wonder if that was Stephen, and brought with them one nation of Cyprus, an old disciple with whom we should lodge. And when we were come to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladly. But they advised Paul. Paul ignored it. Paul made a mistake maybe about it. Uh, But uh, when he did, contrary to their advice, 
they still assisted uh, Paul. Uh, right here is where most people would have uh, said, hey, Paul, you're on your own, man. You're, you're going to mess this thing up. And uh, if you're getting bound, I don't want to have any part in this. I don't want to be close to you. I don't want to uh, be your roomie in whatever cell they're going to put you in. I, I don't want to be that. And so, uh, Paul, you weren't listening entirely. You weren't listening at uh, Caesarea. Uh, you weren't listening to Luke, the, the author of Acts, the, the author of Matthew, Mark. Luke, Luke. Uh, you weren't listening to Agabus, that prophet. You weren't listening to Stephen, that deacon and that, that evangelist. And so, uh, many I think would have gotten disgusted and, uh, in, in, okay, where's Barnabas's team? Where's his team? I'm going to go join Barnabas's team. Uh, but they advised him. He didn't listen. And then they assisted him. My question is this, how could they have that kind of a spirit? Put down number three, they accepted God's sovereignty in it. Uh, they accepted God's sovereignty in it. Verse 14, and when he would not be persuaded, we see saying, the will of the Lord be done. The will uh, of the Lord be done. They got comfortable. Uh, they found a calmness, a confidence in God's will will be completed. God's will will uh, be done. When he would not be persuaded, uh, we ceased saying, you should have listened to Luke. Uh, we ceased saying, uh, I, I can't believe that Agabus wasn't, didn't make an effect. Uh, they ceased saying any of those things, and they began saying, the will uh, of the Lord uh, be done. And again, um, who, was, who was protesting to Paul? A whole lot of good people like Luke, a whole lot of good people like Agabus, a whole lot of uh, good people like Stephen, a whole lot of good people like like, I'm sorry, uh, Philip, Philip, I get those two, Philip, uh, that first deacon, and Philip, uh, that, that evangelist, a whole lot of good people. Uh, but when Paul uh, um, uh, went the other way, they uh, faith-filled belief followed and even uh, assisted. We took up, uh, we helped out, uh, we went with. Uh, Luke and the disciples of Caesarea trusted in God's hand his control, uh, trusted that God's will would uh, be done. Uh, I still am befuddled by, um, or at least it's intriguing to me that, that okay, after Luke said it, after uh, Philip said it, after uh, Agabus said it, after uh, the disciples said it, we and they, after uh, all of them said it, uh, after all of them said it, uh, it's also interesting to me that nowhere did they ever back-reference it. Uh, you should have listened, Paul. I can't believe Paul. Uh, you, you, you were wrong, Paul. Hey, we warned Paul. We said Paul. We told Paul. Uh, even Wednesday when we talked about uh, what it was like when he got to Jerusalem, uh, the haters were hating and stirring up the people, 27. They began crying out slanderous accusations, 28. Uh, the whole city was in an uproar and rioting. That's uh, where he wanted to go, uh, verse 30. They took him. They uh, drug him out of the temple. They uh, began beating him. They uh, were about to kill him in verse 32. And not one time did, did Luke say, I told you so. I, I told you so. Uh, you shouldn't have went. Uh, you should have listened. Agabus should have. Uh, Philip wasn't criticizing, and Luke wasn't um, uh, berating, uh, and none of them uh, were, kidding, uh, were, were quitting. Uh, when they saw Paul's planet spinning uh, out of control, uh, they trusted in the fact that 
God has his way in the whirlwind. By the will of the Lord uh, will be done. And, and so uh, my question is, were they blindly following a friend? And I would answer it by, they weren't blindly following a friend. They were fully trusting their father. Well, they were just blindly following a friend, blindly following a friend. Hey, they weren't blindly following a friend. They were fully trusting their father, the will of the Lord be done. They trusted that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. As rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. Uh, They trusted in the Lord with all their heart, uh, and they uh, leaned not under their own understanding. You say, well, pastor, how does this apply to us? Uh, There's going to be times, kids, when you're going to need this with your parents. Uh, There's going to be time, employees, that you're going to need this with your boss. Uh, There's going to be times when, when citizens, we're going to need this with our government. Uh, We're going to have to, at times, step back and say, okay, I don't agree with it. I don't see it. I even warned him about it. Uh, But but, uh, I'm going to trust that God is still in control. Uh, I'm going to trust that God is still in control. I I think a great study um, is uh, the the contrast between Barnabas and Luke. Uh, They both had uh, very similar events happen, and where Barnabas cut and ran and then faded away into obscurity. Oh, I'm sure still used by God, and yes, oh, I'm I'm sure that uh, God still used his ministry, but we don't hear about him anymore. Uh, We don't read about him uh, anymore. And so uh, Barnabas, kind of that contrast between, boy, Barnabas and Luke, same situation, uh, and Barnabas just kind of fades away into anonymity, into obscurity. Uh, We never hear from him again. Uh, But then Luke is used to pen the book of Acts. Luke is used uh, to pen the gospel uh, of Luke. There's going to be times when uh, we disagree with a boss, or we disagree with an employer, or we disagree with a coach, or we disagree with a, a spouse, we disagree with a parent, we disagree with a teacher. Uh, and, and, and I do understand there are times when we do need to step back. But all of the times, uh, we need to place our faith, even when Paul said, Uh, follow me as I follow Christ, as I follow Christ. It wasn't about just following Paul here. It was about them trusting. Uh, They weren't blindly following a friend. They were fully trusting their father. Put down number four, the prophet in it. The prophet in it. Stay with me. Uh, because they didn't just blindly follow a friend. They, they fully trusted their father. Three things very quickly. Uh, because they didn't blindly follow a friend, they, they fully trusted their father. Number one, the prophet in it, they had God's protection. God's protection. Storms at seas, riots in cities, attacks from uh, the religious. But God protected him. God protected them. Uh, every step of the way. And so, number one, God's protection. Number two, God's promotion. God's promotion. Uh, Now, I don't know if you noticed, but the Gospels aren't Matthew, Mark, Barnabas, and John. Did anybody else notice that? God's promotion. It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. 
If he would have drug up here, quit here, and said, boy, I told you, uh, good riddance, bad rubbish. Did I get that right? I'm not sure. How to... Anyway, uh, I don't know what it means, but good riddance, bad rubbish. And uh, if he would have said that here, uh, then he wouldn't have been used to pen uh, the book uh, of Acts uh, in where Barnabas' ministry just kind of fades away into mediocrity. Uh, his life just kind of fades away into anonymity uh, uh, because of that, that decision that Luke made, God's protection, that decision that uh, Luke made, God's promotion. Number three, the prophet in it, God's peace. Boy, God's peace. Uh, I know married couples, uh, married couples that are fighting still today uh, about a disagreement they had just, just seven years ago. And I mean, they're still fighting about it. They're still fighting about it. They're still fighting about it. Uh, still bringing it up. If you wouldn't have, if you wouldn't have, I didn't agree with. And, and, and uh, I did because, I did because, and they're still fighting about it ten years later. Boy, and there's not a whole lot of peace in that home. Uh, In the same way, that entourage, that ministry team, uh, it wasn't Philip, Philip, not Stephen. I'm getting that. Anyway, uh, uh, Philip saying, I told you so, or uh, Agabus saying, you should have listened to me, or or, or Luke saying, uh, off to the side, off to the side, uh, Luke talking to Philip, and Philip uh, talking to Agabus. No, there was a a protection, there was a uh, promotion, and there was a peace. Two things, we're done. Uh, Let me give you first, very practically, very practically. I want to, I try to first give people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I want to, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I'm not in their headspace. Uh, I probably don't have all the information. Uh, And it may be that if I was them and knew everything they knew, I don't have all the information, uh, I may have made the same decision that they did. And so number one, uh, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Number two, and I really uh, uh, am pretty passionate about this, uh, I assume good intent. I assume good intent. He didn't do that because he hates me. Uh, He didn't do that because he's bitter or angry or uh, uh, very practically. As I read this, I'm reminded that uh, Luke gave Paul the benefit of the doubt, uh, and Luke assumed good intent for Paul. Uh, Can I give you the ultimate application, though? Um, There's times when I don't Okay, let me word this the right way. There's times when I've disagreed with God before. Has anyone else been there? Disagree? Okay, I'll I'll say it softer. Um, uh, There's been times where I didn't agree with God. Has anybody been there? Okay, you want want me to say it even softer so you can actually raise your hand? Um, uh, There's been times where I didn't understand what, what God was doing uh, during a time. Would you raise your hand on that? Okay, good. Now everyone. Um, uh, for instance, uh, Charlene's sister, Joy, um, uh, you talk about someone who loved the Lord, walked with God, uh, and was an incredible witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and then she died of ovarian cancer when she was 19. That's one of those things where I say, God, I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. I, 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 I don't really get that. Uh, we said goodbye to one of the 99, one of the 99 uh, yesterday, one of the 99, and uh, the 99 people that voted on us to come 27 years ago to pastor, um, there, there's a little bit of a special place there, especially the 97 that voted yes, as opposed to the two that voted no. But anyway, uh, one of the 99, uh, and, and it, it was just one of those, I, going through the files and, and my 
uh, I use Dropbox, word processing, as I'm preparing for the message. Um, in that section, usually I uh, uh, arrange all of my sermons uh, for Acts under the heading of Acts, and so I see all of them and uh, at times revisit them. Uh, but uh, for funerals, I, I um, sort them by name of the person, name of the person, name of the person, name of the person. Um, and that list is way too long. That w- list is way too long, way too many of the 99, way too many of the 99 we've had to have memorial services with, uh, we've had to uh, have homegoing services for, way too many of them, way too many of them. Uh, and I, I think as far as that, um, maybe I don't disagree, because I understand sin, I understand mortality, I understand all of that, and I understand also they're in a better place. I, I get all of that. Uh, but the whole um, living and then dying process, uh, I've always wondered, couldn't there have been a different process? Couldn't there have been a different way to, uh, okay, the person saved, he trusts Christ, and then, uh, and then they live their life, and then take him to heaven, that whole... Uh, but. But a couple of things I do very practically is I always give God the benefit of the doubt. Cancer test, a diagnosis, terminal, a loss of a child, a something that's just unimaginable. I I, I always give the benefit of the doubt. And I I don't have to assume good intent with God. Uh, I know that He has good intent. I know that He has good intent. Uh, you want to know whether he does what he does out of a heart of love for you or not? You want to know uh, whether he does or not? Uh, look to the cross. Look to Calvary. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, God showed, commendeth his love toward us, in that while we're yet sinners, Christ died uh, for us. And so if you're hitting one of those times where I don't agree with it or or I disagree with it, or, or I don't really understand it, boy, give the benefit of the doubt. Always assume good intent, especially with God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not into thine own understanding and worship Him nevertheless. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.